Welcome to Garbage and Gold, the podcast where two friends share the worst and the best about everything. Sometimes there's fights, sometimes there's agreement, and always there is plenty of snark. I'm your host, Lindsay. And I'm your other host, Lisa. If you want opinions, you've come to the right girls. We've been sharing our opinions with each other for over 10 years, and now we want to hear your opinions, too. We'll tell you more about sharing those at the end of the show. So you guys, get cozy, settle in for about 30 minutes of passionate, silly deliberation. Today, we're diving into Disney princesses. There are so many Disney princesses to choose from, but there's also kind of a generally agreed upon rubric to classify Disney princesses, which, of course, I researched and would love to tell you about. So, (laughs) (laughs) Queen of Research. You bet. Each Disney princess must meet the following requirements. A primary role in a Disney movie, which, okay, obvious, human or human-like. So a human-like princess would be Ariel because she's not a human, but she's like mostly human. So I guess that counts. Mm. Um, She cannot be introduced in a sequel. I don't know why that is, but it's what the internet tells me. So fine. Um, Born royal, married royal, or performs an act of heroism, such as like Mm. Mulan or Moana or whoever. And most of the time, but not always, they have animal sidekicks. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. So with that rubric in place, Lindsay, who is your garbage Disney princess? Lisa, my garbage Disney princess is Snow White. Now, (laughs) you might be saying Snow White, the OG of Disney princesses. Yep. Uh-huh. Yeah, mm-hmm. is, was she the is, is was real. she the first one or is she the second? Like she's really she's like she one of the, the first, first three. She is the first. Wow. Okay. Yep. So a uh, Snow White was released in 1937. It was the first full length animated feature from the Disney Corporation, who now known, owns the whole world. But at that time, just <laughs> the did mouse movies. owns it all. Yeah. 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 Um, so it is based on a Brothers Grimm tale. So those German. Um, fairy tales, which everyone loves because they're not dark or weird or anything. Um, The story goes, a young girl is living with her stepmother, the queen, and the queen every day says into a magical mirror, mirror, mirror on the wall, who is the fairest of them all? And for years and years and years, the mirror answers, it is you, oh queen, or whatever, like, whatever. Yeah. Um, And then one day... The mirror responds that Snow White is the fairest of them all, and that makes the queen angry. So the queen sends Snow White out with her huntsman and instructs the huntsman to kill Snow White and bring back her heart in a box. wow. So that the queen would know Snow White was no longer in the picture. Yeah, because if you can't be the prettiest woman in the land, like, you have nothing. So you better kill your competition. (laughs) You all are lucky I am the prettiest in all of the land. (laughs) You can't burn her face with acid. That is not enough. She has to be removed from the equation completely. Got it. Okay. Heart in a box. Um, (laughs) And so the huntsman being probably a quality human being says, uh, yeah, okay. And then doesn't kill Snow White and tells her to run away. Kills a pig, puts the pig's heart in a box. You don't see the killing of the pig in the Disney movie, obviously, but it is Uh, implied. And so Snow White runs into the to the wilderness and Mm -hmm. comes across a house where she is assuming that little orphan children live in because everything in the house is small and it's very, very messy. And then coming home are seven dwarfs of various names that I'm not going to name because I don't know them all. Okay. (laughs) 
But their names describe like a, a Who they characteristic are. of so, them. So like grumpy is grumpy and yeah. sneezy sneezes and sleepy is sleepy. And dopey is the idiot. Yeah. Okay. Yes. 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 <laughs> and doc. And I think we're missing like two whatever. Uh, whatever. It's fine. Yeah. Just right at us. Yeah. Like at us. <laughs> Let us know. Please don't. Let us I'm know what the other I'm not going to respond to that. We could have Googled um, it and didn't. So we really don't care. Yeah. They're not that important. Um, I mean, they are. They're in the title. But whatever. So Snow White ends up becoming the house servant for the dwarfs and they love her and she loves them and she dances around with them um yeah. and then the they cut back to the queen and the queen is asked the mirror once again who is the fairest in all of the land and the mirror says dude snow white's not dead that's not how the mirror says it but right. um snow white's not dead she's still the fairest you got suckered oh um, boy yeah i mean really the the huntsman should have probably known if the queen has a magic mirror she's probably going to see through your your pig heart but you know what i mean yeah kudos to him for giving it a whirl i guess break the mirror dude i don't know what oh, you're thinking break yeah. the mirror Duh. yeah Duh, that could have been a 20-minute movie. Uh, Anyway, so the queen disguises herself as an old hag. She finds Snow White in the wilderness. She has Snow White take a bite from an apple. It is poisonous. Snow White dies. And the only thing that that will save Snow White and break the curse of the apple is the kiss of... True love. Love's first kiss. Mm-hmm. And so the dwarves are very sad she's dead, and they put her in a glass coffin. And then the prince who had seen her earlier, Prince, I believe he doesn't have a name. Again, he's not important. We no. don't need to research him. No. Uh, the prince finds her and is so overcome with love and sadness that she is dead that he kisses mm-hmm. her and mm-hmm. she uh, becomes back. She comes back to life and they live happily ever after because that's totally. how fairy tales end. Totally. That, my friends, is the plot of... Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Now, in 1989, it was deemed culturally, historically, and aesthetically significant as a piece of art, and it is listed among the American Film Institute's 100 Greatest American Films, and it is the greatest American animated film of all time. That is the biggest load of garbage I've ever heard, because first of all, we need to evaluate the prince and his motives. He sees a seemingly dead girl in a glass coffin. <laughs> oh, we're not even getting there yet, Lisa. Okay, okay, so I will I will table that, but anyway, I have, a, I have a lot of necromantic concerns about that, okay? We're right. g- we yes. need to discuss that, great. Yes, also, please don't kiss people in co- in coffins. Yeah, if they're dead, please don't. Um, that's <laughs> yeah. very odd. Okay, um, but then also with the seven dwarves, like when you said true love, I'm like, oh, it obviously should have been one of the dwarves who would have loved her, right? Like that oh, seems like yeah. a very, well, because she lived with them, she knew them, whatever because I feel like that is something I do not love the movie Frozen but I appreciate that element that like true love is between sisters it does not have to be a romantic true love but of course it's 1937 and it's all about like this fairy tale idea of a prince finding your dead body in the woods and kissing you so that's fine okay all right now I do think backing up I do think that for 1937 it is a beautiful piece of art so I don't think we can take anything away from the the advancement in film and art and all of that that's fair the cinematography for it is really remarkable I will say that okay okay yes so why this story is problematic um well lots of reasons um (laughs) first of all how quickly she decides that living with seven small men and being basically their housekeeper is like 
her life. Like, she's just like, oh, that's cool. I'll do that. Yeah. Um, no big deal. Yeah, she knows a woman's place is to take yes. care of men, no matter yes. what size they are. Yeah, yeah, no, that's Snow White, have some goals, okay? Second, um, that she can only be saved by love's first kiss. That right. the only way that she can live a happy and healthy life is to be in love and you know, hopefully loved by a prince, but that's what we all want in our lives. Right. So um, it's not they, her choosing. She is not responsible or can even save herself. She does not have that opportunity. Right. 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 Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the other thing is that she is never the driver of anything that happens in her story. She is always the passive receiver mm-hmm. of all the things. Um, it's also like it's all about appearance. Like the queen is all about appearance. Snow White is all about appearance. And while Snow White might be good in her heart, it is just about she is the fairest in the land. That's what the prince falls in love with. All of that. Right, because he doesn't Um, know her personality from looking at her in a coffin. Exactly. Well, he did see her before. Like, don't forget, he did fall in love with her before she died. When? When He sees her at, like, a well. I'm sorry, what is happening? He, like, peeps her through the woods? Yeah, he sees her. Okay, so he's a peeping Tom that falls in love with her. Is that what's (laughs) happening? Okay, Um, great. So we're clear. A peeping Tom that fell in love with a 14-year-old girl. She is 14 years old in the story in the movie. She's 14. 14, folks. So that is why Snow White... I kind of want to vomit. ...is garbage. Yeah. Something that Snow White does that is golden. So the huntsman takes her away to kill her presumably which I'm sure she's kind of aware of on some level of like oh he's taking me away like with no belongings huh okay mm-hmm. um but that he leaves her in the woods I guess to just survive and she does I mean she makes do I mean ideally she would probably not love living with you know seven men but she's like all right you know what this will do for now I can make this work mm. for now I can't go back to the kingdom I gotta do something right. it's room and board they seem to appreciate and value her despite the fact that it's not for her brain or whatever, they seem to value that she can pick up their little shoes. Like, that's fine. So, I don't know. I mean, I feel like she made the best out of pretty trashy circumstances. Yeah, and she does certainly meet the Disney princess criteria. She has her own movie. Oh, my gosh. She she does not have animal sidekicks, but she is very in tune with the animals. She has a song where they, like, all come sit with her, right? Yeah, okay. All right. So, Lisa, that was my garbage. Let's hear your garbage princess. All right. My garbage princess is more modern, and I know Mm. you're not going to be supportive of this, and I'm okay with that. My... Garbage Disney princess is Merida from Brave. <gasps> no. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's let's hear it. Let's. See. I don't. I don't know that I agree, but continue. You won't. Um, Brave. <laughs> the movie Brave came out in 2012, and it's one of the Pixar Disney movies. Princess Merida is the daughter to King Fergus and Queen Eleanor, and it's set in medieval Scotland. So all of this is great. I think all of this stuff is really cool. Um, in a nutshell, if you have not seen the movie, her parents are trying to marry her off because she's a princess, and that's what happens. And Merida's like, um, no, thank you. Which, again, I'm on board with all of this so far. I'm on board with Merida saying, you know what? I don't want you to just marry me off. Just form an alliance, right? right? Not okay with that. Right. I yep. Respect it. Yep, I'm here with her. So because medieval Scotland, they have a archery contest for neighboring princes to win her hand, which, hello, does that sound like a Robin Hood ripoff? Because it is. Um, So Merida insists on entering to win her own hand because she's the heir to a kingdom. So she's like, well, I can win and I'll win my own hand, which, okay. Amen, sister. Okay, fine. Right? This is also fine. Everything's going fine. I'm in her corner up to this point. Whatever. She wins, which pisses everybody off, which, yeah, 
Obviously, it's going to piss everybody off because that's not what this was set to do, right? They're trying to marry you off mm-hmm. and they're trying to make it fair to the other kingdoms. And now you've pissed everybody off because you've broken the system. OK, I mean, I'm still on board. Yeah. She is a feminist icon. Yes. OK, here's where things go south. Merida mm. storms off into the forest and she finds a witch who's like, girl, let me help you out. And Merida's like, OK, cool. And she gets this magic cake. Which isn't all cake magical. Let's take a let's 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 think about that. All cake is magical on some level. It is. I'm here for this. It is. Yes, you are right. All cake is magical pretty much all the time forever. Um, but this is a magic cake that's like not fun. This isn't like oh, this is going to be so magical in my mouth. This is like oh, this is going to be magical and change you into a bear. Merida does not eat the cake. Let me let me just one more time. Merida finds a witch in the woods. She gets magic Mm -hmm. cake from the witch and she Mm -hmm. gives it to her mom. She doesn't eat it. Did she know the magic cake was going to turn her into a bear? Well, no. But if you get a magic cake from a witch in the woods, you don't just give it to someone else. If you are asking for a magic cake to change your fate, you eat the cake. It is your cake. So she she thought the cake would change her fate. Yes. So why is she giving it to her mom? So anyway, she gives it to her mom. Her mom turns into a bear. Becoming a bear does change your fate. It does. In a lot of ways. It it does. So Merida gives the the magic cake to her mom and like, okay, listen, if you if you don't want to be a princess, I get it, fine. But like, you don't have to be a turd to your mom about it. If you get a magic cake, it is your responsibility. Who ingests it? Accidental or purposeful, (laughs) it is still on you. What if it what if it was a big cake? I don't care how big it is. It's a sheet cake or a muffin. It is your responsibility for who ingests that cake. You got it from a witch in the woods. You can't just leave it out. (laughs) She also has two little brothers. What if they ain't eating the cake? They do, don't they? They turn into bears, too. Yes. I don't remember. Okay. For the queen of research, I am disappointed at how little you know about this story. I don't love Brave. Okay. Anyway, we're going to keep going. Okay, so her mom turns into a bear because of the magic witch cake, and Merida has two days to figure out how to make it better, or else her mom stays a bear forever. So Merida has to make it right, which, of course, she does. Um, But basically, that's Merida being like, yeah, you know, I guess being a massive jerk wasn't cool. Sorry, Mom. And then the witch changes her back. I feel like we, Merida goes on a journey where she, you know, writes her wrongs and learns from her mistakes and is a feminist icon. Merida is strong-willed, passionate, Mm. and athletic. Those are things I respect about her. She also doesn't have perfect hair. She doesn't. She's She's the first Disney princess that does not have perfect hair. She is also stubborn AF, lacks Mm. humility, and is the quintessential yep. entitled brat. She is, because they, you know, I understand. Again, I respect the idea that she is strong-willed. She does not want to be married off to some rando prince. I get it. How mm. she goes about it is what drives me nuts about Merida and makes her garbage for me, is that she throws her mom under the bus, and then she has to try to make it right in two days. And ultimately, seriously, ultimately what she learns is like, yeah, I was kind of a brat. And mm. it's like, yeah, we know. <laughs> Your garbage of Snow White has a lot to do about the narrative that she's provided, which, again, totally agree, is garbage. Mm -hmm. And my garbage, Princess Merida, is more about who she is and less about the surroundings with Mm -hmm. her. So, yeah, very good. Agreed. All right, Lindsay. So tell us, we know about the garbage princesses. Tell us about your gold princess. My gold princess just so happens to be the star of the 50th 
Disney animated feature film based on the Brothers Grimm fairy tale Rapunzel. I am talking about the movie Tangled and the main character Rapunzel. Okay. Yes. Released in 2010, uh, it is one of the first princess movies that does not use the princess's name in the title of the movie. They were trying to be more gender neutral, and so they went with Tangled. So, you know, oh, so obviously I see, I see. So boys, boys can't go, go see a it. Rapunzel yeah. movie. Mm-hmm. That would be terrible. Clearly. Clearly. Um, so there is actually the Disney uh, version of the Rapunzel story is quite different than the original. In the original story, the dad actually gives Mother Gothel or Dame Gothel the baby to save his own life. So she catches him stealing while his wife is pregnant and is like, I'm going to murder you. And he's like, or you could have the baby when it's born. And she's like, (laughs) "Okay, I'll take that. And he's like, "Okay." Um, And so she puts Rapunzel, I know, puts Rapunzel up in a big old tower. um, And then the prince sees her. And then figures a way up, which is he waits for Gothel to come and sees Rapunzel let down her hair. Gothel climbs up. So then the prince is like, dude, she pretty and I'm going to get up there. Um, And so he ends up in the tower Mm -hmm. and Gothel finds out, cuts off Rapunzel's hair, banishes Rapunzel into the wilderness. And the prince comes and does the like Rapunzel let down your hair. Gothel lets down the hair. He climbs up and she's like, I know about you, son. And so um, he leaps out of the tower and lands in thorns, which blind him. I don't know why they didn't kill him. They just blinded him. So he must have landed on his eyes. Yep. Um, (laughs) His eyes broke his fall. It's very common, Lindsay. It's very common. (laughs) That's usually where I fall is on my eyeballs. So he wanders into the wilderness and he wanders for months and months and months until finally he hears Rapunzel singing because she is also alone in the wilderness and he finds her and she cries on him as he is blind and her tears heal his blindness um and so they go and they are now um leaders of his kingdom that is the original brothers grim fairy tale okay disney did not go as dark with this one so um, in the Disney version, in Tangled, Mother Gothel actually abducts Rapunzel as a baby. Um, and right. fi- It's just a little easier to swallow than thinking that her dad just willingly gave her away. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right? fair, fair. fair. Right. Yep, yep, yep. So Gothel abducts the baby because she knows that she is magical. Her hair Ooh. is magical. Rapunzel's hair is the secret to eternal youth for Gothel. And oh. so she keeps Rapunzel in a tower so that she can stay young forever, and then she okay. comes and brushes the hair and makes Rapunzel sing to her. And when Rapunzel sings, the hair lights up and everyone stays young looking forever. Oh, okay, okay. Yep. So Rapunzel hits like she has come of age. She wants to leave the tower, but Mother Gothel has told her that the world is too scary for her and she won't be able to handle it. And so then the very best of the Disney princes enters into our movie, and that is Flynn Rider, also known as Eugene Fitzherbert. I do really like Flynn Rider. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Flynn is running away. He has actually stolen Rapunzel's crown that she doesn't have because she's not a princess because uh, she was abducted. And mm-hmm. so Flynn ends up in her tower. Um, she tries to attack him with a frying pan. I think she does. She is successful in that. And he is up there trying to be like, you should stay here. And she's like, no, you have to help me escape. So he helps her escape the tower and they end up making it all the way to the kingdom. Um, and Rapunzel's whole thing is she wanted to see the paper lantern thing celebration that she remembered from 
being a child or I don't know how she knows about it. Anyway, okay. so she sees the lantern. She realizes that she and Flynn are in love with each other. Um, but thanks to Mother Gothel and some other shady characters, Rapunzel is tricked into thinking that Flynn has left her behind. And so Rapunzel goes back with Mother Gothel. And then Flynn escapes and he follows them and he is stabbed by Mother Gothel in the Ooh. tower. And Rapun- and Mother Gothel tries to take Rapunzel and Rapunzel says, okay, I will go with you and I will do whatever, but you have to let me heal him. And so she goes and he's like dying and she like wraps her hair around him or whatever and starts mm-hmm. to sing to him to save him. And Flynn Rider takes out his knife and cuts off her hair. And when he cuts off the hair, Mother Gothel, all those skin treatments and youthful treatments oh, suddenly boy. reverse and she like basically disintegrates. Um, and <laughs> like a then, Nazi opening yeah. up the golden arc yes, in yes, Indiana yes, Jones. Yes, she yes, melts. Perfect. Yes, yeah. Okay, perfect. So then you're like, oh no, now Flynn's still gonna die and Rapunzel is free of Mother Gothel, but yeah. it's still bad. And so then Rapunzel starts to cry, hello, back to the original mm. fairy tale. And her tears actually save Flynn Rider and they get married and they live happily ever after Wonderful. because there's a, there's a, a movie short where you see their wedding. So oh. I know it's so cute. Yes. Okay. So there's a few reasons why I think Rapunzel is gold. She was not the most successful of all the Disney princesses, um, like in the box office or sure. whatever. Lots of people do actually consider her not great. Um, but there's a few reasons why I think she is gold. First of all, uh, Mandy Moore, the queen of all the things, Perfect the one casting. I have loved since Candy came Yo, out. I was gonna say Candy. Yes. Yeah. Have you Mandy seen Have you seen her queen. like jazzy redo of Candy no. that she's done as like a grown up brunette? <sighs> Oh my gosh, I'll send it to you. It's so good. Um, love her. I watched A Walk to Remember and cried my eyes out. I've seen love A Walk Mandy to Remember Moore. at least 50 times. Yes. I'm not embarrassed her. by that. Mm-mm. Oh my gosh. Mm-mm. Her and Shane West, please. But Mandy Moore singing When yes. Will My Life Begin oh, um, at yeah. the beginning of the movie where she's talking about all the things she does during the day. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. It's like an earworm. It gets stuck in your head. Yeah. Ugh, Mandy Moore, I love you. I Mandy want to be queen. friends with you, Mandy Moore. She's, you know she's the nicest human. And I bet she smells like cinnamon. I just bet she's the best oh human of all time. I also really appreciate about Rapunzel. She has this like outlook on the world where um, she's victimized, yes, by Mother Gothel, but it's more like this kind of psychological trickery of like the world is too scary for you. You won't be able to survive it. It will be too bad for you. And so like she has that scene right after she comes to the tower where she's like, oh, this is amazing. What am I doing? Oh, this is like I love that because I think it's so realistic. Yeah. Also, um, she does sacrifice at the end her freedom to try to save Flynn. Um, she has she shows agency throughout the whole movie. She is not Snow White, Little Miss Passive, and things are happening to her. She is causing things to happen all around her, good or bad. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And let's face it, she has the best prince ever. He has depth. He's witty. He has his own character arc. He has his own stuff going on. He doesn't let Rapunzel leave with Gothel. So he, while he is the knight in shining armor, he's not the typical, like, you're too weak to save yourself, girl. Right. He's right. like, you're trying to save me. Well, I'm going to save you. And it's beautiful. And that is why Rapunzel is gold. All right. All right. Well, the reason... Okay, so my issues with Rapunzel are that I feel as if she's more of just like this naive presence 
Um, hmm. Which again, she's been locked in a tower, so I get that. So I guess you try to be locked in a tower and I, be worldly. I know, no, thank yeah. you. But for I think that's what it is for me. Is it's just like there doesn't feel like there's enough substance to hmm. her, and I think maybe that's why they give Flynn such a significant part of the story because with Rapunzel and it's not her fault I think it's more of like just a fairy tale standpoint is there's just not a lot to her like she Mm -hmm. has magical hair and she's stolen like she's the victim and her talents are being utilized by other people so yeah and then you're building a movie around that so I I get it but I think maybe that's why I was considering her for my short list of garbage is just like there's just not a lot of substance there. I think that Disney, like, yeah, threw stuff in to be like, okay, let's yeah. let's make this a little more whimsical and fun. And she does have a really cool animal companion in mm. Pascal. He's a yes, uh, the chameleon. chameleon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Let's hear your gold Disney princess, Lisa. Yes, ma'am. Make it good. It is good. She's the best. So my gold Disney princess is Princess Jasmine from the movie mm. Aladdin. The movie Aladdin came out in 1992, and it features my very first animated crush, Prince Mm. Ali slash Aladdin. (sighs) He was a dreamboat. That boy is so fine. Mm -hmm. Oh, my goodness. He's absolutely perfect. So anyway, um, if you're living some sad life and you've never seen the movie Aladdin, here's the plot. (laughs) This hot street urchin named Aladdin... (laughs) Finds a not, <laughs> that is not in the plot summaries online, okay? No Lindsay? one refers to Aladdin as hot. You can say Lindsay? it, but I'm just is he, saying. Is he a hot street urchin? I mean, as street urchins go, yes. Yeah, okay, so yes, here we he's go. attractive. So okay. here's the plot. This hot street urchin named Aladdin <laughs> finds a magic lamp that has a genie in it, and then the bad guy, um, who's named Jafar, he's the grand vizier of the sultan, also wants the magic lamp for nefarious purposes, obviously, um, Aladdin uses the magic lamp to do things you would totally expect a hot street urchin to use them for, like wealth, prestige, and to marry a hot princess. Enter mm. Jasmine. Okay, so mm. Jasmine is a literal princess. She's the daughter of the Sultan. She's also headstrong and passionate, like Merida. Um, but unlike Merida, Jasmine is not short-sighted or selfish or a brat, and instead of cursing her family with the magic witch cake, she runs off and meets a hot street urchin with a pet monkey, and they become best friends and eventually fall in love because, duh, Aladdin's a babe. I mean, I mean, there are other reasons why Jasmine is great, because I feel <laughs> well, like I'm what gonna you... I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there. <laughs> okay, I was going to say, I feel like the beginning of your, of your thing is, Jasmine's the best because Aladdin... <laughs> So I guess how I'm trying to compare uh, Jasmine and Merida is they're both trying to fight the system and they're both saying, this is not the life I want. This is not what I'm trying to do here. But the way Merida goes about it with the magic witch cake is harmful and destructive. And the way Jasmine goes about it is a little more like quintessential teenage rebellion of like, mm. I'm going to sneak out of my room at night and I'm going to meet this hot boy. Like right. that's more like, and you know, what? That on is his a magic normal- carpet. Yeah. Yeah. With his monkey. So this yeah. is more of a natural non-hurtful way to process her feelings. So I appreciate that. Jasmine is the gold Disney princess because she's smart. She helps Mm. save the day in the end. She's Mm. fierce. She has a pet tiger. I mean, hello. She's flexible. She doesn't completely write off Aladdin when she finds out he's been lying to her about his prince status. She gives it time and she listens to her heart. Wait, are you saying she's like physically flexible or she is like flexible dealing with the, the news that he's not an actual prince? I was referring to her emotional flexibility, okay. not right. her physical say. flexibility. It's been a while since I've seen it. I didn't know if she did weird <laughs> contortionist things. 
Not that I know of. Okay. Unless there's like a adult cut that I'm unfamiliar with. Okay, I've not no. seen I've not Stop. seen Aladdin after dark. So I don't know. <laughs> and she's also powerful because she goes about change the right way. She helps get things done. And then at the end of the day, she's like, Dad, I really think we need to change this. And he's like, you know what? You've proven yourself. I trust you. Marry Aladdin. And they do. And it's fantastic. So Mm. she cares deeply about her country, about her father, and about her future. Also, Jasmine was the first non-white princess. and Disney. Yes. And she's a co-star on one of the best Disney songs of all time, A Whole New World. So, Lisa, my gold princess was Rapunzel as found in Disney's Tangled, and your gold princess was Princess Jasmine, who has a pet tiger, and found in the Disney movie Aladdin. So, uh, to you listeners, thank you for listening to Garbage and Gold. Don't forget, we want to hear from you to vote on our choices and even share some of your own choices. Check out our Instagram and Twitter at GarbageGoldPod. Make your voices heard. And while you're out there voting, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review our podcast and tell your friends. We love making friends. I mean, sometimes. (laughs) If, though, it is a bad review, uh, we get it. You can have that opinion, but you can just keep it to yourself. We don't need it. We don't need that negativity in our lives. We don't. We don't need that. Mm -mm. Join us next week when we're talking the garbage and gold of (gasps) New Year's resolutions. We're coming at you, 2019. (laughs) Oh my Coming God, in hot. It's, it's 2019. I cannot. All right. We will see you next time, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.